Just confirm everyone's recording. So, yep. I know Brad's recording. Yep. Yep. Recording. We better hurry because I've only and got 518 hours left. <laughs> Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. With me in the booth. As always, is Al, Jules, and Brad. How are the three of you? Bon Jovi. Hello. <laughs> Everyone's good. Excellent. Um, we come. Look, this is a this is a hard episode. This one because we're coming off a big one last week. Obviously, oh. uh, Sandem is facing music. Sandem is facing music. Bill and Ted facing music. Excuse me. <laughs> and um, well, we, we we did face the music a little. We did. Um, <laughs> But today we're getting right back into it, and what better way to do that than have a listener request? We've got Kermit Knight, who's a previous um, requester. He's taking us through the circuits of time back to 1997 to watch the action sci-fi film Starship Comedy. Troopers. Sure, it's got it's genre <laughs> expanding. Genre expanding. Yes. yes, it is. <laughs> um, so Starship Troopers is the movie today, and. I'm bloody excited. And oh, it's boy. Well, and it's well overdue. We all know that. <laughs> Unbelievably overdue. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jules, before you hit the booth, it's important here at the San Dimas School of Film that we acknowledge and are grateful to our first storytellers, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the unceded lands that we are recording on. Hit that booth, Jules. 997, let's go. I always love riding in the booth. It's a lot of fun. Especially yeah, with these new updated visual effects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's way yeah, better. 997. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if we've been here before. Who cares? Because it's now time for... <laughs> History with Brad, history with Brad, history with Brad, history with Brad. That was amazing. You should just do it like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much easier to organise that way. Yeah. All right. Here we go. 1997. We have been here before for the fifth element. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, all right. So, 97, uh, Starship Troopers, uh, two hours and nine minutes or 129 Um uh, it gets a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. It's not bad. It's a little low, good. but that's okay. Yeah, I actually thought it would probably be more than that. <laughs> Jules, you know what the ratio is. Mm. 239 to 1, of course. No, 185 to 1. Oh. 185 to 1. God damn it. You're on a uh, one You're on a one street. It's a Slaney hot no. street. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, appropriately rated MA. Um, oh, yeah. Also known as, in Argentina, as Invasion. That makes sense. Um, in France, it was known as Starship Troopers. But in the French part of calendar, it was known as La Petroleuse Le Despas. They're crazy. Ooh. Sorry, Le, uh, <laughs> Le Petroleuse Despas. Invasion's um, a cool name. I like that. The what? Well, it's funny because there's Invasion actually a Starship good, Troopers yeah. movie called Invasion. It's like an animated yeah, yeah. type. I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but anyway. Nah. Okay. And our good old mates in uh, Bulgaria, here we go. Three, capital B, small e, S, pi sign, uh, 
funny looking H backwards N. Uh, small P E backwards N with a thing on top. H pi sign backwards K mixed in with a forwards K. Base clef capital P but sort of lower and backwards N. Is the wow. uh, is the K and the backwards K like two mirrored Ks? Yes. Oh, that'd be nice. Nice. Like yeah. a mini like wow. a mini Rorschach sign. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, Oscars in this year went to Jeffrey Rush for Shine and Francis McDormand for Fargo and The English Patient was the best film, which I've never seen, so no idea. Uh, what happened in 97? How, how good is Fargo? Oh. How, how good is Fargo? Oh, how good I studied is Fargo? that in school Fargo. and it's still great. I tried yeah. reading The English Patient. Pretty slow. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, what happened in 97? Um, Princess Diana was killed in a car accident and her funeral was watched by more than 1.5 billion people. Uh, Hong Kong returned to Chinese rule. Mother Teresa passed away. Mike Tyson bit off a little part of Vander Holyfield's ear in the ring in the middle of a fight. It's a big ear. Um, he also told uh, Vander Holyfield at the start of the fight that he was going to eat his children. Um, <laughs> classic Tyson, classic Tyson. Um, Dolly the Sheep, the f- world's first successful clone that we know of, was created. Tiger Woods becomes the youngest ever winner of the Masters at 21. And the first Harry Potter book was published. Wow. That'll 97. do for 97. Yeah. Wow. We just That's read crazy. that. I just read that one to my, my oldest. He cool. was How'd obsessed. Yeah. Liked it? Went As very well. Dad. We're Has it dad? Well. Do you know what's crazy? I put right? him onto I, our podcast, I... Tim. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you? Nice. Yeah. Oh, never, never shirk a, a, an option for a plug. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to listen to us. One more listener, you beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, even if it is your son. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what's crazy? I actually wrote down, I cheated with the aspect ratio thing and I looked it up. And I wrote it down, and I still got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the San Dimas way. But in saying that, I have to. I'm blown away because I wrote five pages of notes for this movie. I've never written that many notes before. But I started like watching this, just thinking that I'm not going to have a whole lot to say about it. And then all of a sudden, I've got you know five pages later. I'm just like, oh my goodness, I can't cover all of this in an episode. Like this is huge. So- I stopped when Clancy Brown came on. And then I'm just like, you know what, I'm not watching this. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not taking notes anymore. Yeah. Paul Verhoeven. We start there, yeah. maybe. Yeah, sure. This is like his third in the trilogy of sci-fi satire. Trilogy? What are Because this film, is, this um... film is dead set satire. This is a comedy. Oh, totally. And it's amazing for it because... The number of people that still don't realise it is astounding. Me. Yep. Oh, yeah? Nah. 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 It just, this movie just takes the piss on so many levels. Yep. It's insane. Like, it's just poking fun in the in the most brutally obvious way. But, but it's done really well, it's though. Such a, yeah, in such so a wonderful well. way. So. It's done so, hey, so what, well. are the, what are the other so, two? So you got Total Recall. Total Recall is the one in the middle because that was like 1990, I think, and Robocop yep. was his first one. Ah, oh, Robocop, of, of course. Of this, you know, loose, you know, this is sort of a trilogy in the sense of the Cornetto trilogy, you know, like three unrelated films, mm-hmm. but all based around a similar sort of concept, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
It's funny because like this, obviously, like I'm sure most people know, or they might not, that this is based on a book from like the 50s. It's like the 50s, 57 or something. I yeah. Think. And yep. I think it was a serious book. It wasn't a satire kind of... Uh, and I think Paul Verhoeven, I read somewhere that he read the book and he didn't even finish it. He was just not interested because he was making his own thing. And yeah. uh, originally the movie had some terrible name like the bugs from Planet P or something or or so, something terrible like that. I, I, can't, I don't know. But, I don't know if that's terrible, um, but anyway. <laughs> well, but, I, I, you know, you kind of say it's, this movie's poking fun at a lot of people and I'm like, I'm trying to nail down specifically who it's poking fun at and you just can't nail it because it's making fun of just so many different groups and people and ideologies and, and it's just insane. Yeah, I mean, look, broadly, like, it's, it's you know, they're, they're fascists. They're all, it's a fascist regime. <laughs> and, God save uh, the queen. Na- I think the Nazi, the yeah. Nazi uniforms kind of give that away. Um, the movie <laughs> yeah, was totally. Called- it's it's working title original script title was called Bug Hunt at Outpost Nine. Oh, ah, yeah. that's the one. Cool. Yeah, these are all good names. Yeah. Yeah. How did they decide? Yeah, oh, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd say they're yeah. better names, like Starship yeah. Troopers. Yeah, that's good. But what Bug Hunt? It kind of from Outpost Bug Hunt at Nine. Outpost Nine. Oh, so what was the book great. called? Starship Troopers. Was it? Okay. See, I can't, I yeah. can't take it seriously because of like Super Troopers. I don't know which movie came out first, but I'm pretty sure it was Starship Troopers. I think it was this one. But every time, every time I hear the name Starship Troopers now, I think of Super Troopers. So I automatically think of this like ridiculous comedy, you know, like. And I think it's which pretty it is. evident from the <laughs> yeah, which from the first five minutes, this movie is just like blasting in your face the ridiculousness of the whole of the rest of the movie. It really sets the stage, and you just like. But then they just throw this like insane, gratuitous violence in there, and, and it it's just this onslaught of ridiculousness through the whole thing. But it works so well. Like I love this movie. I'm they, totally on board with it. The, the violence is really funny in the fact that there's bits and pieces that they like censor. But then, so there's a bit at like right at the, at the start of the news where they're um, one of the first sort of news things that you see and it senses out the cow getting eaten by the bug. Yeah, And yeah. then the next shot on the news is like all these disfigured and dismembered dead bodies <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird, isn't it? It's like, oh man. Well, well I think the know, violence like, makes it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. talk, We started talking, we, we were banging on about satire in uh, Dr. Strangelove. And it's and it's so strong here as well. And those those sort of shots, like backed up to each other, and just the ignorance of the whole situation is phenomenal. Like at no point are they the good guys. Like it's just the bugs are just hanging out on their planet mm-hmm. and defending yeah. themselves the whole time. Like and it's funny that you bring that up because it's like the the bugs. Obviously, there's this big. Yeah, uh, talk from the human race about the the chief war chief. I, I can't remember what they call him, uh, but and they're talking about oh, you know, we need to kill all these bugs. And it's like, well, you know, Carmen is the one that actually makes the point in in one of her classes about that humans created interstellar travel and all this, and so therefore it would have been the humans traveling to this planet and a- antagonizing the bugs. Like you know, the bugs weren't hurling asteroids at Earth until obviously the humans went there and. Hmm. And just you know, tried to invade. Yeah, it was all their defensive. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, like completely. they're the good guys. <laughs> it's because they want to. They, they eventually want to colonize Clendathu. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, I was, I um, I was reading stuff. Oh, I've forgotten where it was now. Um, but they didn't like Paul Verhoeven 
when he was directing and casting, he didn't tell the actors anything about this fascist undertone, which I think yeah. really, really sells it. Like, there was talk of like, oh, uh, like Matt Damon and um, Mark Wahlberg both auditioned for this film, but Sorry. he wanted like people that weren't very good. Was kind of the underlying like <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, I think Casper Van Dien and uh, Denise Richards. I think they do a pretty good job of that. Well, they do because they take the yeah. acting. They're they're acting. You know, they're so <laughs> they're so serious about it, and it really helps sell it. Like it, yeah. I think it it's been a major contributing factor to this confusion about what's going on in this film. Yeah. Yeah, and Michael Ironside, they basically said to him, it's like, remember how you played Jester in Top Gun? Yeah, yeah, do it again. (laughs) But turn it up a bit more. (laughs) Yeah, turn it up a bit more. Make (laughs) him a little bit more sort of angry. But you're basically playing Jester again, okay? And he's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it is, it's all so over the top. And the music is going all the time. So that that, uh, Trump are like... And the drum beat, I, the, the music drum, in this like... is on point. I freaking love the music in this movie. It is just awesome. Like the, the, there's obviously the 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 music they play during like the you know the would you like to know more skits, but the music during like the the first battle scene. Like I know we were talking about something else, and I'm kind of interjecting here, but that music where they're all coming down into drop shits, and it's like and like and then they're shooting the flares, and they're all running out of the shits. You're just like, oh my god, I am on board with this. This is amazing. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, no, no. Well, but it 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 just like rings of cliche. But this is one of those again. We've talked about this before, where where cliche seems very appropriate here. Like we were talking Absolutely. about in, in yeah. Don. You know, mm-hmm. it, it <laughs> feels like this is where a cliche should be used. And and it's super effective because of it. Yeah. It's a, I, so, I heard that when this film came out, because I saw this at the cinemas um, and pretty much pissed myself laughing through the entire film. Um, <laughs> and appropriately so. Um, I heard yeah. that it was actually heavily funded by a new, like a company that was basically trying to prove that they were, or show their wares at how good they were at visual effects. So they heavily funded the whole production of this. And so they're the guys that did all the visual effects in it. And I must say, like, it's pretty good even to this day. A lot of the the effects and like the the CGI, the CGI and stuff was was pretty good. Like and it's still good. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, model building was I mean, oh, the model building is oh on point. Oh my god. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as much as this film is a massive piss take and, and satire and all that sort of stuff, and no one's taking themselves very seriously in this whole thing, there's a lot of good but stuff they in this are. film. The <laughs> I was on stage (laughs) as an actor. (laughs) We should talk. Let's talk about. Let's talk about our choice of actors here. Obviously, like I I don't know. I don't think Casper Van Dien had really done anything before this. I feel like this was. He was like probably like a bold bold and beautiful. No, but he's but he's actually had a couple of big roles. Like whilst he's had a lot of just shit, he's had a couple of decent roles. Like being uh, the probably his biggest one was he was in Alita 
Battle Angel. Oh, was he? Oh, he yeah, plays, yeah. yeah, he plays a guy called Amok, which I think is like one of the main bad guys. He's like the cool bad guy. And, yeah, right. and I, I didn't realize at the time, and I think it was when I was the first time I was watching Elite Battle Angel, and I was like, I'm like, I know this guy's familiar. I'm looking at him, I go, I know that face. And I looked it up, and I was like, oh my God, Johnny Rico. Johnny Rico. Really <laughs> straight away. So, but you know who I loved? You know, like the, my favorite uh, kind of like throw in their kind of weird character is Jake Busey. Yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> I'm just like, you've got all these like unknowns. you got like Denise Richards and you've got Michael Ironside who are, like, I love him to bits. And then they just throw in Jake Busey and I'm just like, he's just this goofy dude. And even before I knew that he was Gary Busey's son, like I was just on board with his character being this like this goofy dude. But, yeah. But yeah, I love, I love all, Busey because he's, he's all teeth in he's, it. He's, yeah, he's and his all teeth. <laughs> he's all teeth and squinty eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. and, and I like it. I like, at the same time, I love it with his character Ace. That he starts. Oh, yeah. He starts off as this. I'm invincible. I'm. I'm the guy. You guys. Mm-hmm. You know, giving everyone shit, and you just watch After him slowly retreat into the background, knowingly retreat into the background. Just like you know what. Mm. I'm not as crash hot as I thought I was. I'm just here to yeah. shoot. You guys do. That's you good, guys leave. He he says it. Like he actually says like uh, when Rico's he's promoted to corporal after he kills the big tanker bug, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, he's like, I need a squad leader, and and he says like straight out, Ace is just like like nope, nah, I've yeah. been there, blew it, not for me. Like he he. Not to say that like he knows his place, but he kind of knows his place. Like he knows nice his strong, moment. his strong suits. Yeah, it was, it was actually moment. really good. So, mm, although, do you think it was a bit of a dick move that he offered Ace the the job straight away and not uh, absolutely, not absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah? That was I was it's like, one like, of your oldest friends here for some guy you've only known for yeah. a, a couple of years or a year or however. And this dude's already fucked last. it. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't like, matter. Yeah, throw him back in. So. Oh man, the the arrogance was like grinding me <laughs> a little bit. Uh, all of, like all Carmen's arrogance is real. I, fo- uh, I found really tricky. You know what? Around uh, when she's like, um, when she's first flying in with Amy Smart, no less. Yeah. Um, when she's like flying into the ship for the first time, and they're like, yeah. "Oh no, a banner! She's crazy." Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, just like I don't know, I don't know why. Do you know I what it is? It was just like you know, a per- no, 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 no. You're right. Look, a perfect example is when a P plater, a fresh off learners P plater, gets their license, and they think they are the greatest race car driver to ever <laughs> hit the road, and they drive like they think they're the most boss kings ever, and it's like that's what she's doing. She's like trainee pilot, and she's all like. You know, oh, you know, like, oh, my, in simulator, my, my, my oh, instructors yeah. could never keep up. And it's like, well, this is real life, dude. And the, you know what? Oh, I'm not going to harp on about this, but <laughs> the thing that shits me more than anything, she has the infinite amount of space in space, <laughs> in the universe, <laughs> yeah. to turn the ship around. But she decides to do it straight away. And there's no way that she intentionally put the ship within three meters Three meters of running into the uh, in, into the base without being like accidental. She's and that like, look, oh, that shit, first shot, meters. that first shot of it pulling out, it's hitting. It is hitting. There is no oh, way totally. in hell that that's missing by <laughs> any stretch. It's taking off yeah. that whole arm basically, and then all of a sudden yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, we're getting close. It's like, nah, you were already close. Yeah, yeah. I also I saw thought the trajectory the, of that ship, the pulling the pipes late trick, 
wasn't that big of a deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's one switch, it's one toggle switch to blow the pipes off. I'm like, just do it yeah, whenever. It's, it's like, like, I actually don't think she would yeah. last very long at all the way she speaks to Xander, like straight up. Like, I yeah. I feel like considering the real fascist undertone that we've got going on here, that that mm. shit just would oh, not fly at all. Fly. Nah. And the other, <laughs> But the other thing is you've got to remember is Xander was at school at the exact same time and all of a sudden he's teaching people yeah, how to fly. Yeah, I couldn't work that out. Because, like, you know, it's the classic, like, we're all at high school but actually we're 35. 100%. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Xander particularly. Xander looks 40. He looks old. In, in that football <laughs> this game. Is, this is something... Well, this this kind of, like... This is something I kind of question myself this time watching Starship Troopers because this movie seems to move rather quickly. Uh, from you know, from them being in high school to Rico being a, a, a corporal or a lieutenant or whatever, like to the end of the movie, it feels like a very short amount of time. But I don't think it is, and and it's kind of evident because um, Rico and Dizzy and Ace they all go to their first battle. I think it's on Planet P, and no, then when Clendathu. they join the that first ones on Clendathu. Clint, thank you, Clendathu. Right, and then they join I mean, up with the on, Roughneck. Just- Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, they on. join up with clearly. <laughs> P was the ambush. And then they join up. Get with... your facts they... straight. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Tuck, tuck, Let me get. <laughs> sorry, they, Jules, so go they on. go. So after they go to Clendathu and they get their asses handed to them, they join. They get, um, you know, moved into the Roughnecks, right? Ratchecks, Roughnecks. Hua, and... hua, hua. Uh, but. <laughs> Rico asks, uh, I can't remember his name, one of the other soldiers, he's like, oh, where have you been? And like, Zygama Beach, blah, 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 blah. Like, all these other places they've been, which would suggest that there's been a whole lot of other battles going on. You know, Zygama Beach is no longer there. Which So I think this movie doesn't portray the time frame very well. I think the, over the course of the movie, it's a lot longer than well, what we're led to believe. Well, we is know that, that there's be- a year. There's a year between when they finish high school and that first Clendathu attack because it because it time jumps back yep uh, oh, and yeah, then yeah. and then he's got to recover from his leg wood. his death basically his, his, his death. death yeah yeah <laughs> because yeah. the the bug literally eats his face according to the camera. I gotta talk about yeah. this right now I, I have a theory about this right that Johnny Rico <laughs> Johnny Rico which, which page of the notes is so, this <laughs> this is look this is probably on page four but <laughs> Johnny Rico right the bug literally grabs onto his head we see it from his perspective yeah now my theory is that Johnny Rico has such a little amount of brain it's mostly skull. He's so dumb. He has no. He has a tiny little brain. It's mostly skull. So when the bug grabs onto his head, it can't crush his head. But Johnny Rico still gets knocked out. It gives Michael Ironside, uh, um, uh, Radjek, the time to come and kill the bug. That's the only way I can see that scenario playing out. Is that the bug grabbed onto his head? He has so much skull. The bug couldn't bite his head off. Radjek saved his life. Well, no. Well, we see. Plausible. We Plausible. see basically down the mouth of the beast. Yeah. And so probably yep. at that point shot through that weak point or whatever from Ratchek and maybe he but why it just then... went limp right in front of his face. Because he, ah, had, no, so he had no visible, said, yeah. I've just been eating scars on his face. So oh, that's, On that's that perfect, very perfect face. Hey, God damn can it. I, can George. I just talk <laughs> about... It is, he's a, he'd <laughs> make a great CEO. Oh, you could oh, slice yeah. oranges on or, it, Joe. Like, he would make a good pilot. He's got a pilot you could land a plane on it. You know, like, <laughs> so he's got a chin that you could land a plane. You know those pilots, they have, this, they have these wonderful chins, you know? Like, But 
I've got to talk about that scene where he's getting his leg reconstructed. Rico, our private, is in the tank yeah. getting his leg reconstructed by all these little machines, and he's got like eight doctors in there. Eight doctors. <laughs> now, in the next room, there are people screaming for help. Like, dude's missing their legs. Why does Rico get eight doctors in a tank that's reconstructing his leg when there's a hundred thousand dudes out in the fucking waiting room who are in screaming agony? Maybe it's because I saw I his yeah. potential. Yeah, maybe he, maybe, maybe it's based around an American healthcare system, and he's the only one that has health insurance. And well, who knows? I don't know. Like he's a rich kid. That's what it is. I mean, yeah, he was. Like, I <laughs> think about it. He was going to Harvard with scoring thirty-five in maths. So I don't. He's Ooh. clearly doing something. He's there's money being transferred yeah. behind the scenes. Sports scholarship. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tajumi couldn't afford it, could he? It's like oh, I got into Harvard. Oh, poor Federation. Federation by the way. <laughs> I've seen this I had that Shijumi, but I can't find I had that like same thought. I had that same thought, Jules, with um, Diz at the end. I'm like, 100,000 died in an hour, but she gets a funeral. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, but is like, that only because they... she's the only body they brought back intact? I don't know. Oh, valid. Maybe. Maybe. But you're right, because they, get... they just leave all the... Like, it's just a big graveyard, really. Yeah. Planet P yeah. and et cetera. Yeah, I um, there there was one thing that I noticed later, like as the film went on, and I'm like, oh, you know, it was a real like moment for me, is that <clears throat> all the helmets are terrible, right? So awful. So when you know when uh, Breckenridge gets shot at the start, mm-hmm. you know, Rico, are you rated to repair the M3 tactical helmet? Right, he's like, oh, my helmet's all messed up. I can't see. If you look at all the helmets, they have that problem throughout the rest of the film. Like, it's amazing. I'm like, that level of detail just blew my mind. Like, Ratchak has the problem. Uh, Tajumi has the problem. Like, they're all. Uh, you know, it's, I know it's a not a visual medium, but they're all like looking through their helmets over their nose, kind of thing. Yeah, having to move the helmet. Even there's a couple of scenes I can distinctly remember where Radchek has to adjust his helmet yeah. in order to accomplish yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah, totally, totally deliberate. What's the like, um? What's the name deliberate. of the guy that gets shot in the face? Uh, it's um, uh, sh- uh, not Shijumi. The um, big and dumb farmer. Oh. Breckenridge. Yeah. Breckenridge. Because yeah. him wearing a helmet or not wasn't going to stop him because he got shot in the nah. face. Because <laughs> he got <laughs> shot in the face. We don't know. Now, now. Like that commander who's talking about repairing the helmet, we'll call it Agent Schrader. I don't know what he is in this, but he's Agent <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sh- Hank. Um, <laughs> Hank Schrader. Hank Schrader. He, Hank Schrader. We don't know. He probably ha- he may not have seen any action at all. He probably has no bloody idea how the helmets work. Yeah. Hey, can I? I just, it was I've a gen- got to talk you about think that, that was a scene, genuine right? question, Tim? Are you rated to repair the helmet? Yeah. I mean, I'm been- not, I don't know how they go. <laughs> I push pencils. I don't know what it. I don't know what's going on. No, no, let's let's just go go back for a second here. Now, I I don't want to get into the habit of just ripping on this movie so yeah, yeah. much because I freaking love it. But let's talk about that live fire exercise. Let's talk about the fact that they're shooting oh, hundreds and it. thousands of bullets <laughs> up into the air. Now, there's a big thing with shooting uh, that you never shoot over the horizon. That basically means you never aim your your firearm up above the horizon and shoot over the horizon. Now, they're firing thousands of rounds up into the air. There's a guard tower directly behind where they're shooting. There's two guys standing up there, and they're just like, yeah, this is cool. If you look at that... It's like insane. If you look at the establishing shot of that scene, they're literally right in the middle 
of the camp with <laughs> drills happening all yeah. around. Like, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. 360. 360. Yeah, like, activity. literally, <laughs> they've wiped out half the camp. Like, but even oh, even that, those other drills with that electric shock, like, what if you didn't have the pack? Would that give you a heart attack? Like, I don't know. Like, it yeah, might just yeah. burn your heart out of your chest. Because it's sparking <laughs> on the walls when it hits the walls. Yeah, so that's dangerous in itself. Like, it sounds like most people wouldn't make it out of camp, let alone get to get to Planet P. Oh, you made oh, Planet P. Yeah. Well done. It just I tell you what. Speaking of, yeah, so go, go. No, no, you go. I was just going. Speaking of the helmets, um, Timmy, you'd probably have a chuckle out of this during the football scene when they're all wearing those the Joffa uh, helmets. Disgusting. The Joffa helmets. Are yeah. they awful? The oh, Wayne Gretzky man. helmets. We've seen those. Oh, I saw it. I saw it, and I was like, oh god, every single time. That is so disgusting. I love that they're wearing ice hockey helmets, playing football on a basketball court. Well, it's more like football aerobics, isn't it? It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not necessarily football. Aerobics oh, ball. That's so weird. I don't know if that uh I don't know if that game really gives credit to, you know, like actual, you know, American football players. There is a, a their, perfect example of a game that just should be called sports ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much that's what sports they were playing. Was oh, I called ball. it I I called it in my notes, I called it future ball. Oh, future well, ball. Future ball. Well, cuz the ball's silver, oh. man. It's so futuristic. Yeah, but it's it's not future for them. They're living it. <laughs> Plus, you like those plays are translatable into a military setting with flip three, flip six three holes, and you can score. <laughs> like if you're if you're being able to yeah. translate into doing flips over dudes to kill them, then I'm all for it. <laughs> can we talk about Xander? Yeah. Xander is so bad. Let's talk about Xander. I freaking love Xander. Timmy and I, we've had a lot of discussions about Xander. Well, our, boss Xander our metal band that never happened was going to be called Xander from memory, wasn't it? Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I, I, I have to admit, like, so this time around, I've never done this before. I've, I've watched, like, the, the you know, how they made this movie and all the behind-the-scenes stuff, but I've never watched the deleted scenes. And I watched the deleted scenes, and a lot of them are Xander clips. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, Xander, man, they're so bad. Like, lost so much credibility because it, it, it really tries to nail home the love story between Xander and, uh, and Carmen. Mm. And Xander, like, I've always had this idea that Xander is, like, this badass of a guy now i've got a perfect example for this and this is when they're on uh, is it when they're when they're at the outpost and all the bugs are coming to attack attack them right now there's a few scenes in that when they you know like it takes like six people like over 300 bullets to kill one bug in a particular scene now when when the ship comes down into the outpost and xander jumps out of the out of the ship he kills like eight bugs with like four bullets dude's just like do 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 and you see all these bugs like i'm like that's how much of a badass xander is right but then you watch the deleted scenes and he's this like sad mopey, like oh come on, Carmen, I really love you, like oh it's just it's it's just ruined it for me, and I really wish I hadn't watched them now because I can't get this idea out of my head that Xander's this like like weird latched on pussycat mm, kind of a creep dude. Like I don't think he was a creep, was he? Mm, yeah, I do. Like. Really? Like, I yeah, think he, he, he totally put a few situations all to was, put like things he, in his favour. Yeah, because he wanted to jump in her pants. That was it. True. Like, the only oh, reason why... His, yeah, he knew it was crazy pilot look, coming through. I'm going to be honest here. If 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 I saw... I'm going to call her Carmen, but if, I, if Denise Richie, if I had the opportunity to work... Like, okay, so yeah, no, I'm already starting to sound creepy. Totally <laughs> I was going to say... 
I would probably mate. try and yeah, nah, I'm just gonna stop there because it's going down somewhere. I don't wanna I don't wanna be that person. <laughs> <laughs> we but, also um, had Doogie Hauser in this, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick um, Harris. Yeah. This was his first sort of like claiming that, you know, to not be Doogie Hauser anymore. This was his um, sort of comeback. Yeah, his sort of comeback. He disappeared for ages after, you know, sort of obviously the the money from Doogie Hauser dried up and then this was the first time we'd seen him in in really, really long time. And then, obviously, you know, he he turned his character from How I Met Your Mother into, you know, into what it was. And, and you know, now he's really popular again and, and sort of got himself back in. But this was his definite return. I feel like Neil Patrick Harris is the only, uh, the only actor in this film that gets it, that knows what this film is and, yeah. and is really, like, working it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. He's um, well, even his character. It's like you know, we we don't actually know if if he actually is psychic or not. Um, to yeah, the point totally. where did, oh, we do at the end. Point, oh, do don't we? we? Oh, do we? Well, look, because yeah, because why? He... There's a big bug that's strapped up and caged down, and he goes, <laughs> "That's a It's scared. Yeah, and even to the point there, there's the bit where um, uh. Shit! What's our, our main character? Um, Johnny, Johnny Rico. Johnny. Johnny's there, and he's when he's doing the um, the guessing the cards things, and he says, oh, "Oh, it's yeah. the Ace of Spades." And the Ace of Spades pops up, and he tells him that it's not the Ace of Spades. <laughs> it? It's not the Ace of Spades, is it? No, yeah. I don't think it is. That, you're thinking of Ghostbusters. Nah. That happens in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't know, a couple of wavy lines. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, he yeah, says yeah. what it is and it pops up and he's like, oh, you're so terrible at this. And it's actually what he said it was. Really? I yeah. thought he was getting, no, I I reckon he was was. getting it wrong. Huh. I don't even, I don't, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I, but there is a scene, like in terms of his psychic abilities, he does kind of, I think we find out that he is sending, um, what is it, telepathic messages to Rico to tell Rico how to find Carmen after they've crashed down in Bug mm-hmm. City. No, he's as not. she calls it. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he, but he does. He like. But Rico finds them somehow. That's the thing. Like yeah. it's sheer I mean, luck. Yeah, I did. I found the whole, the whole psyche thing a bit weird. I, I didn't think it really needed to be in the movie, but I guess it's the future, and a lot of future movies have psyche people for whatever weird reason. Yeah, it added. Yeah, I, th- I feel like it added to that. Like, yeah, like you said, the the futureness of it. Yeah. It's set in like 21, 21, 30 or something, I think. Uh, There's a date somewhere I around. It, I wrote it down. Um, it's uh, 2197. Oh, there you go. Okay. Is what it's set. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it kind of adds to it. It adds to that sense of like, we don't know this society. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it, you see that sort of thing happen in like Robocop as well with the ads that they're showing. Um, really? With yeah, with like the the crazy sunblock and the uh, electric chair car alarm and all that sort of stuff. Like it's just <laughs> it adds it it layers up the world to be mm. extreme for us. Like you know they do it they do it in this film as well with those ads. Those ads are exactly mm. the same as they are in Robocop. It's like you know one of them's like oh this guy's tried arrested and tried and then his execution's live on telly tonight you know like yeah and it's all it all happens within an hour yeah it's this extreme version of society so i think having that 
psychic ability kind of adds to that. You know, like, oh, we really don't know this this world anymore. It's like those kids killing the cockroaches and the mothers laughing manically. Oh, <laughs> dude, that is so What's sadistic. It is so... It makes me... Out of, you know what? You know what is insane out of this entire movie of all the violence and all the horrible shit that happens in this movie? That scene of those kids killing the cockroaches is it disturbs me more than anything that happens in this film. <laughs> are they, I, I are just they, find it. Are they actually awful. killing cockroaches? I mean, or are yeah, they? It looks. They like. looks like they they're actual live cockroaches they look, that they're squashing. Mm. I think that's what it is. It's like, man, I'm just like, oh no, that's not cool. Don't I'm sure, that. we can find that out. I feel like someone will have answered that online. Does it have the uh, yeah. the humane animal humane society oh, yeah, stamp at the end? Don't know. I don't know. Or are they are uh, they bugs and and they kill bugs good. They kill bugs good. Best, <laughs> yeah. best line in the entire film, by the way. I don't know. What about you um, bugs good. shoot a nuke down a bug? Holy got a lot of dead bugs. Fuck <laughs> 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 them, Rico. That's my favorite line. Oh, I love that. Jake oh, Busey, what a legend. Jake Busey. Um, there are so a lot good. of really there are there are a bunch of practical effects in this. Um, like they built the warrior bug full scale, uh, and it's amazing. There are a couple of videos on on YouTube of of them building, you know, sculpting and casting and and rigging they're these right. things, and they're all animatronic and they're stunning. And they pick up dudes, and they're like legitimately scary. Like, <laughs> like they're full on, they're huge. Um, but I really like some of the simple ones as well, like the um, you know when Ace puts his hand on the wall. And he gets the the knife through it. Oh! And the fingers, you know, when he pulls the knife out, the fingers like crunch up, and he and he pulls his hand away from the wall as well. You know, like there's. there's... Do you know? I've always been curious about how they did that. Like, are you? Did you have the knowledge of what they did? Like, did they stick a knife to his real hand, or did they make a? It's a fake hand. There'd be there'd be bits of both. I suspect there'd be like there'd be cuts. There'd be cuts where. One of it would be uh, like it kind of looks like his arm is going back through the wall, like his real uh, arm yeah. is going back through the wall, and that's a dummy hand. Uh, yeah. And then he pulls it away, but I don't know. I, I mean, don't. I don't. When know, he pulls but... it out, like his because his hand is moving. Like, and I was always like, initially, I was, I always, when I was much younger, I thought, oh, it has to be like a fake hand. But then when um, Zim is explaining. You know, if you disable his hand, like his hand is moving, and I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe they just stuck a knife on a real hand. I don't know. I, I thought it was really good. Mm. Like, yeah, maybe. Really, really yeah, well it's done. that's. I mean, that's the the that's what I'm loving about it. Is it's like, oh, yeah. I could sit there and you know, you can try and work it out. And well, I think like the it. fakest it looks is when the knife hits. Yeah, and then after yeah. that, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's a nice, yeah, it's a. I like it. I like it a lot. I like all those really simple. I like simple, it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, I mean, going back, going back to the models, like the, ugh. you know, I think, I think in the, yeah, I know, right? Like yeah, in the, they're pretty cool. You know, in the, in the, the how they made this film, I think they said like took them over a year to build all the models. Um, but my favorite out of all the models they build is when after that first attack um, on Clendathu, when their ship's coming back, and there's this ship, and they do this panning shot across this ship, and it has just been blown to hell, but somehow mm. it's still managed to get back. And it's like got missing huge chunks. It is unreal. Yeah. Like it looks so good. And it's just, oh, oh, oh it's, so I have a real, it's, I have a real problem porn. with that. Um, <laughs> I have a real problem with how they dodged that asteroid. I felt they left that booster way too late. <laughs> way and then they late. just yeah! they, they close the compartment like it's nothing. Oh, we just lost a couple hundred people. 
you know, yeah. why count down? Just like, hey, go down and boost. Hey, how about we, we just boost now? <laughs> it's a Titanic. Like, hey, it's, actually, a, it's literally the Titanic. <laughs> see, but even further than that, do you think, I think Carmen should be held accountable for the deaths and of those people and the asteroid getting to Earth because she changed, I suppose that, not maybe not the people on Earth because the asteroid still would have hit, but... But she changed the course of a starship how without she, consulting the captain or anyone. How did she not get in and a then, world of shit as a trainee for changing the yeah, course of the whole yeah. ship without yeah, asking yeah. or telling Didn't get any that. approval. Like, <laughs> just did it. You know, like, oh, it's irrelevant. It's, like, it's completely irrelevant whether it's more efficient or not. Like, she's mm. like, just check it's it. It's space. It's a straight freaking line. It's like... It's like... <laughs> <You> know, like <laughs> Oh, unbelievable. It's like, oh, check it. It's, oh, it's, so it's, bad, but... it's better this way. Oh, how about you go to your quarters, you're suspended, you know? Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, you'll uh, be hearing from management later. <laughs> so, well, why, why, wasn't, had a... why wasn't she hung up and, and whipped like, like Rico was? Ah, I know. I'd watch mm. that. we all have have our pleasures (laughs) but uh no no no. i was gonna say timmy and i have had a lot of laughs in the past about the uh the seats that the uh that xander and well just the seats in the starship about how they look like they're made of polystyrene (laughs) and every time i just kind of have this mental picture in my head that every time that someone would move it would make that <laughs> every time someone moves, so every you know, watching this the other day, and I'm just like, every time someone rotates, I just I, I might make an edit. I, I said this to you the other day, I might make an edit with the with a polystyrene polystyrene screeching edit that every time someone moves in their star chair, you get that screech of polystyrene. So I think I'll do it. That'd be good. I, I know our fans will be demanding it. So. Uh, um, <sighs> I, the, I, honestly, I could I could go on for freaking hours about this movie. The I I was rather impressed with the gender roles in this film. Like this film, yeah. easily passes the Bechdel test, which is oh, easily, the strongest easily. test. But and you know what? It's known for that though, isn't it? It's known for not ever um, like clarifying sex. It's like everyone's like the the, mm. the sex of the characters. Everyone's on an equal term, and it's 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 been brought up and about how it was one of the first films that actually did that, yeah. especially in military things. So like the, the shower scene, which is, you know, this yeah. is quite famous for, but everyone's just completely okay with the whole male female thing. No one gives a shit. Mm. It's never brought up as, Oh, she can't do this or he can only do that. Or he's such a man or whatever. It's like, they're yeah. really, they're, it's done really well. Apparently mm. the book was more, was still, well, it was, it wasn't, quite as good as this like they uh a lot of the i mean it was written in the 50s though yeah (laughs) but well it was still considered progressive in the 50s because it was written in the 50s uh but it was like it was mostly women in the fleet because they could they had better cognition to fly and could handle the g's better whereas it was mostly dudes or it was all dudes in the mobile infantry um whereas this this had a like like a really nicely diverse cast apart from the fact that they're the people from Buenos Aires are like super white yeah that's weird (laughs) I know but and it's and it's like they're all American and yeah playing American football and yeah but (laughs) but apparently just 
Sorry, go. Well, so outside of that, yeah. So there's there's all sorts of people of color in this. There's you know solid representation. The gender equality is pretty strong. Um, in fact, it even gets sort of better in stages where the initial Sky Marshal stands down Sky and Marshall a is. woman replaces him and well, she's like, and the, we and need to captain. understand the bugs. Hmm. Yeah, the yeah, captain. captain, absolutely. Yeah. The, even things like the um, that little ad... With the you know the you know the bit where he's like, frankly, I find the, the oh, thought yeah. of a bug that thinks offensive. Yeah, you know oh, she's like she's like you know there's got to be something we haven't seen yet. She's being completely rational and, and intelligent yeah. and reasonable, and the guy's just like, oh, oh change, oh, rebel, rebel, I don't like change. <laughs> apparently, so with the shower scene, um, apparently, obviously, a few of the the actors were a bit uh, iffy about getting getting a kid off and doing this big nude scene obviously i think you know we'd all have a bit of apprehension around it and uh apparently uh was it paul van verhoven he was just like there was a they're like oh if it's so easy you do it so apparently he just stripped out he was like all right sure he's all right but um apparently in a a former life he was actually a a part of a nudist colony so he's he's very forward thinking the dp maybe i read that somewhere oh maybe it was like him and the dp i thought there was a story going around i think that wasn't like that wasn't everyone like even the the crew were like everybody was naked in that scene like even the guys behind the scene were naked as well like everyone just went fuck it we're all like you know if everyone's going to be like and that was the whole point of why that scene really works like everyone seems really comfortable yeah. because everyone's just naked yeah. I, I think there's something I, I might not be this film but I, I, there's something about that that rings a bell now that you brought it up mm. yeah right yeah yeah, um, yeah. so I, I was yeah I'm like super impressed there's not a whole lot of male gaze there is a little bit um, but it's kind of equally spread onto Rico and his chiseled abs as well like there's a real like when he's in the tank when he's in the tank it is a real like slow pan across his like spectacular body I'm just like whoa got warmer in here give me a piece of that thank you oh man so yeah I was yeah I was I was impressed it was um, it was good certainly compared to some of the stuff we've watched of late so Uh, yeah yeah and for so 97 in- as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. There's, um, so there's a couple of things that uh, I... Oh, what is it? The, there's two scenes in this movie where... You know, like, you know, like it's that... I, I just refer to it as the, the sound of gripping leather. That, you know that. You know how you love those sounds. There's a couple of those in in this movie that I love. Talk to I me. Just, it just, oh, it just gets me this going. Is Jules's good and, folly segment. I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> then the first, the first one is the screen. You know when Rico's in in school and he's drawing the uh, image of Carmen <laughs> and that, and it's the sound that the pen makes when it's on the screen. It's like. It just makes this sound. I'm just like, oh, I like that. But the other one, which is kind of weird. I know, I know. I might be insane, but... It's good to have you on board. The other one We're learning a lot about you today, when, Jules. Oh, totally. The other one is, is when Rico, you know, when he jumps on the back of the tanker and he's shooting the hole in it, and then he's going to throw the grenade in it? Anyway, and he, he flicks the, the grenade in? 
Yeah, it makes that bloop, but not yeah. that sound. It's the sound that the grenade makes. Oh, like yeah. And it's like, it's like, and it's like, you know shit's about yeah. to go down. That was cool. The, that sound, that, yeah. that well, sound that the grenade makes was just like, yeah, it's about to get real. Plus, I loved it. <laughs> when, he's got his, when he pulls his hand back with the grenade, is it the inertia? Is that the right word? Or the, the, pull, of, or the pull of the Gs? He's kind of, it pulls him out, and he's got to really fight yeah. to get the... Yeah, to get the grenade yeah, yeah. in. Love yeah. that. Flop. It's just a- apart so from the fact that bloop. that whole scene is one of those ridiculous bullshit scenes where people can, st- like Legolas, he can stand on stuff <laughs> yeah, and not yeah. fall off no matter how much whatever he's standing on moves but around. But see, I think yeah. that's an interesting Physics comparison because it works fine in this film that's very tongue-in-cheek and comedic the whole way. Whereas in A Lord yeah. of the Rings, it stands out a lot more because the whole thing's very serious. But does it because yeah. he's an elf and everyone just goes, oh. Well, yeah, that? I cool. felt I felt that one. Like when he when he's riding down the giant elephant, yeah? Yeah. That's the way you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I yeah. found that uh, far yeah. more like uh, yeah, weird and, than, than watching yeah. Johnny Rico like bucking Bronco, this giant bug. Well, and the fact <laughs> that it gets too much and he does slip and grabs on. He, he's not yeah. just like yeah. heroing around all the time. Like he is a yeah. little malleable there, but. Yeah. Yeah. Cool mm. scene though. Like, but that's yeah. Anyway, that sound of the grenade, that, and you're like, oh, that grenade is screaming to be in a bug. <laughs> I guess the main issue, the main issue with that is that we just get this understanding that the bug is just a big ball of goo because when the grenade goes <laughs> yeah. in, it blows up from right in the middle. So you're assuming that the grenade sinks through just all the goo. <laughs> that's very valid. That's really valid. Oh man. Um, there's yeah. a good uh, if we're talking uh, comedic value and you know the satire of this whole thing I read a good uh, article written by Mac- oh, it was an interview with Macaulay Culkin about Starship Troopers and just how much he digs it and uh, I'll, no try kidding. And, I'll try and find that and stick it up yeah it was really good, it was good yeah that'd be awesome Macaulay um, Culkin has been very h- hilariously active on social media recently and he's Absolutely yeah, hilarious. Yeah, because he's just turned 40. Oh, so yeah, I know. Yeah, he's been great. Wow. He's awesome. Yeah. Jeez. Um, that's uh, that's something I feel old. <laughs> Phil Tippett had a lot to do with the uh, the early effects too. There was a lot of uh, stop-mo. Similar to what happened with Jurassic Park, Phil Tippett was like working Thank on you. stuff that's in stop-mo. That's what the name sounds like, yeah. And that sort of advanced. I think by this stage, Tippett had started... Instead of sort of being put out of work, I mean he wasn't, but changing to a more uh, digital uh, format, yeah, or just a more sort of choreographic, if that's a thing, sort of concept. So he'd do a lot of the movement tests. He was still very good at movement, regardless of the medium, um, and so got a sense of how the bugs moved and that sort of thing, and then and then worked on building them up and and into those big digital hordes or. Whatever you call them. So. The um, the bugs were just spectacular. They really oh, they? were. Everything about oh, them is awesome? just... They are so realistic, even though you know they're not. But the way they move, the way... Everything about them is just unreal. And the like, way they really kill, say. too, is horrific. You just It's so scary. Like, it's not... Yeah. Like, huh? You said the one they kill. No, the way, the they, way kill. they kill. Oh, the way they like, kill, sorry. Yeah, oh. That scene oh, where, totally. um, I can't, it was the woman, 
that wants to have babies, so that's why she's in the Federation. Oh, she gets dragged she gets into pulled that. into the... Oh. Yeah, that's full on, man. That, do you know what? When I first saw this movie, I was on board with it. The cockroaches stomping bugged me, uh, but the that scene actually made me super uncomfortable. Like it, Because she puts on a scream mm. that is just like bone chilling. She's like, Rah! and she gets dragged in, and I was like, oh, fuck, that... It's real now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Man. Like, it really sinks home uh, with when, when she gets dragged into the She's cones. in uh, Swingers, too, that lady. I have not seen Swingers. Yeah, there you go. Wait, is it a... What's it about? Oh, it's... Uh, it's about... It's, er, about it's early, early uh, Vince Vaughn and... Um, oh, yeah. Um, um, John Favreau. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like with the bugs. Sorry, Brad, you were talking about the bugs. I really like how the the anatomy of the bug is still kind of confusing. Like, you, it, all you can really see is like legs, yeah, just flailing around, and you know there's like that big sort of mouth, but it's kind of pointy, so you're not really sure where it feeds and it, where its eye. Its eyes are kind of lower mm. than you know. Like, it was a really, really good design. Because mm. it is this like completely foreign like. Concept. I reckon it's it in terms of alien movies, it's probably the third best alien, Ooh. coming in third below actual alien. What do they call them? The, the xenomorphs. Yeah. I now I think for me number one is Predator. I think he's the best looking alien, and then the xenomorphs, and then probably the bugs from. Where does uh, ET fit in this? From this. E.T. for me is in the trash. He's cute. No, the movie's Ah, great in terms of how he looks. You suck. He he always looked like a bit of a nut. Predator is probably one of the... Predator is seriously one of the most badass aliens ever made, though. He's just... He's, like, proper cool. All right, you can't put E.T. in the same realm. I'd say, like, in terms of scary aliens, you know, aliens that are trying to kill you. Okay. So, friendly aliens... He cuts Elliot's finger with a saw. It's pretty scary. Mm Mm-hmm. Dick. There's about telling a, me that wasn't malicious. Yeah, exactly. there's about a thousand <laughs> cool aliens in in like in the Star Wars movies. What about Station? Yeah. Station. Station. <laughs> but they're not trying. See, they're not trying to kill you though. They're on board, True. so they fall on the ET role. But okay. uh, just really, really quickly, that that first scene, right, with uh, where, you know where the the chick gets dragged into the cave and like they're all getting slaughtered on on Clendathu, the bravest person on that entire planet isn't any of the soldiers it isn't any of the bugs it isn't anyone the bravest person on that aisle uh, on that uh, planet is the camera, the camera guy, guy. <laughs> that guy no matter what happens around him he's dedicated to getting that shot Anything even to get when the he's, he's and when when his his you know the actual reporter the on camera reporter he gets cut in half and he's getting killed and then rico's like don't get out of there that guy still is dedicated to getting the shot to the point it ultimately costs his life, but he does not care about anything except getting the shot. And they all about, about the shot. For you know, the, the cameraman he gets taken we see it in the second time around and he gets his leg taken off. So there's a there's a bunch of test footage with this full size bug that's all rigged ah. up and they use amputees. Uh, oh, which wow. is a pretty it's a sort of reasonably standard practice. They you know, they'll hire an amputee and then put a leg back on them. And then ah. sever it that way. Was that, so. that? I don't think that was a cameraman. I think that was Shijumi. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. And you, you know what the irony is there with Shijumi? So going back to the shower scene, he's like, oh, I can't go to university because my father says it's going to cost an arm and a leg. He's the to lose his leg. Yeah, he nice. loses his leg straight up, and I'm just like, ah, 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 you just lost your leg. That's awesome. And then he gets, then he gets shredded, and I, I assume he lost his arms and legs, you know. But <laughs> nice pickup. So, yeah, I was like, wow, oh, you know, I was paying attention this time. And the thousandth, thousandth time I watched this, this is the first time I actually paid attention to the film. I must what say, a- this is the first time I've ever watched this film not being really drunk. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh god yeah <laughs> um, I was thinking about it just before and it's like I'm pretty sure that, that yeah I've seen this movie many times but every time I've watched it I've been pretty drunk which does make it much much better not that it's a bad film by any means but it, it's like you just know what's coming on and you just <laughs> you just get into that mood and you go yeah you kill it and then has more two legs <laughs> <laughs> oh that guy, he's probably my favorite character in the whole movie because that guy is a true badass because he's like, he's like, we're going to a first wave. There's more bugs for us to kill. Like, he's just <laughs> ready to go. And then and then they, the, he says the best line. I reckon it's probably the best line. Is, is that, you smash your tire, you kill it, it has more than two legs. I'm just like, I'm on board with this guy. He is not relevant to the movie at all, but he's the best. He's my favorite in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that guy's a boss. I'm like, how did this guy not have more of a role in this movie? That's a he's great He's way scene. more hard ass than, than Radchek. Radchek, I was just like, you know, he's supposed to be this awesome, hardcore guy. I just didn't see it. I didn't see it. Fair enough, fair enough. I didn't, I didn't find cool, cool, him to cool, be cool, a cool. badass. I thought he was a bit of a bit too timid for someone who has such a reputation you know sure sure and and I still think he could have saved that radio guy <laughs> he kills the radio guy he's like I expect anyone to do the same for me I'm like you could have saved that dude's life because as soon as you fire that one shot and you hit the the you know the poor guy that's getting attacked the bug flies away so you're saying if you put one round into that bug it would have flown away that guy away. would still be alive alright that guy if I watch that scene closer this time and he's like getting proper skewered like, he should be dead already yeah. by the time Ratchak shoots They're him. all getting proper skewered, though. Like- yeah, but it was like, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like, but it's, by, oh, but it's not by the thing, but have a watch. It's not by the thing that, like, the arms or whatever it is on the bug. It's this massive stinger that's yeah. on the back oh, of the bug. It's really? savage. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, like, so it's oh. probably got a heap of poison on it, too, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Like, that guy's got maybe two more seconds of life anyway. It's like how Diz right. gets, like, she gets skewered there. Oh, my God. She oh. gets so many skewers. Oh. It's so brutal. It's so brutal. It really is. Uh, I, look, in terms of brutal, I'm going to have to jump to the end because I feel like we're going to need to talk about the end of the movie at some point. The brain sucking. Yeah. I think getting <laughs> stabbed in the head and having your brain sucked out. Is that Xander's probably death? Probably up there. That's poor Xander, yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the radio operators. Oh, and the way his face goes skinny... Yeah. I don't know how they did that, but in terms of models or CGI a prosthetic, or yeah. prosthetics, like that was awesome. I struggle to see and, how uh, the bug's getting anything from that brain though, because it's coming out in little chunks. It's not like he's just going, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I've got a brain, and I can read it." Yeah, it's funny because that kind of goes back to some like uh, you know tribal kind of mytho- mythological kind of it's thinking. Not very where, realistic. You, know, you, eat, you eat the brain of your opponent and you gain I mean, his knowledge. And- I mean, I'm down with the bug eating the brains. I just don't see how it's going to get any valuable information. <laughs> I kind of noticed halfway oh, through. I'm man. like, where am I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, jeez. Oh. But uh, no, that death. But then Carmen freaking gets stabbed. Like, I mean, everybody's talked about this and yeah. the ridiculousness of it. The fact that she gets stabbed through the shoulder with a, a skewer that's like three inches wide off one of these other bugs and she's getting grinded and they pick her up and throw her, you know, through the thing that's through her shoulder. And then in a couple of scenes, she's arm in arm, laughing yeah. her ass off. Uh, like, that's, no issues It's not even all. her shooting. Like, a lot of people have trouble with her shooting shortly after it's that last scene where she's got her arm right oh, up around she someone. has full like, range oh. of motion yeah, yeah. yeah. like you don't have a shoulder like, <laughs> you literally oh. don't have a shoulder yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your arm is oh, literally man. a bit of salami right now yeah that's right <laughs> yeah, uh, do we hear what uh, what does Kermit have to say about this yeah, yeah. So he he has sent something through. I, I sent a message. I was like, "Hey, give us a score." So, well, before uh, we give the, the score, we... well, yeah, because we are kind of getting towards ratings and things like that. Oh yeah, sorry. Should I we? thought I thought did he just have a oh, general... oh do you have a general vibe? Apologies. I'm Look, yeah, no, yes. I'll, I'll say I'll say it, I'll say it during the ratings because he kind of you know he gives okay. a little his own little uh, rundown. Okay. But, um, well, in that oh, well, case, then it's, I mean, well, then it's time for my favorite segment. It's time for our favorite segment, which would be every film has a shared universe. <laughs> Alright Brad's what do you got? Nothing It's clear <laughs> Brad? Guys it's, <laughs> This is a no brainer It's clear that Bill and Ted's music Aligns and brings peace to the Bugs versus um, Humans Nice See nice. I actually went I went the opposite I was kind of like Because the future Bill and Ted Is set far before this Right I think What do, What year is already. The future Bill and Ted set in Nah isn't this it is, What's this It's, fur, it's further you're right. It's, I reckon it's like five hundred. It's like twenty five or something. Uh, I was gonna say okay. So look, I'll say it anyway. Even though now my timeline might be incorrect, but I was like, yeah, you know, Bill and Ted aligned the planets and brought peace to the universe. But after a certain amount of time, things start to get a bit shaky again. People have forgotten about Bill and Ted's music and they're listening to some weird music at their dance formal and blah, 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 but they're not playing Bill and Ted. And therefore, the planets have now got out of alignment and war has started with the aliens that used to be our friends that created Station and blah, blah, blah. And mm. Whatever you, you like to look. That's the way I saw it. So 2688 is... Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so... From the first well, then, yeah, one. Bill and, Bill and Ted definitely aligned the planets and saved them from... And then Bugs and Rico's had beers together and... <laughs> you know stuff like that. All right, I've got another. I got another link. I was quite pleased with this one. See how it rolls. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. Breck, Breckenridge, right? He's a he's a big dumb jockey farmer. He is a distant ancestor of the Sandemus Sandemus high school football rules guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's Can't, really good. Distant distant relative. Because he was a football. Well, it's funny because maybe does he mention? I don't, I don't think we know. We just uh, know he's big and dumb, and he grew up no. on a farm. All my family are farmers. And, well, the funny thing is, San Amos in real life is apparently a big, very big farming town. Ah, uh, see, yeah. makes sense. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Irrefutable. 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 Yeah, apparently they're right country, country farming town. Like they're right into it. All right, ratings. Hundred um, percent. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go 100%. 100%, 100%. <laughs> so you, you three are on 100%? Yeah. Yep. All right. This I'm film's on board. great. I love all the layers. 100%? Yeah, I go 100%. The, I the totally go 100%. Have we ever done, uh, all of us, go giving like it all to Sandemus? 
All of Bill and Ted, no, sorry? No pressure, Jules. Well, okay. No, no, no. I'll, I'll go 100%. I'm definitely on board with it. I've got it on Blu-ray. I freaking love this movie. It's ridiculous. It's as ridiculous as Bill and Ted. It's it's freaking awesome. It's rewatchability is schmick. Oh, yep. rewatchability. That is a good term. I'm gonna use That's that a great that. word that you just invented. Rewatchability. That I everyone like knows that. what you mean. Mm. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so I, do, I do have a bit from Kermit as well. So I got a bit from Kermit. So he says, this is absolutely up there with Bill and Ted for me. Uh, and I would... Hang on. Laptop's a bit far away. Let me bring it a bit closer. So uh, this is um, uh, this is way out there with Bill and Ted for me, and I would be in a tough spot trying to pick between them. So it gets a hundred percent. Hundred percent. He goes. It's a, a brilliant bit of satire which holds its own alongside Total Recall and RoboCop. There is so much more about this film uh, to love and unpack. Michael Ironside is a standout. Who doesn't love a fluoro violin? What more would you? Oh would you? Uh, and then he, uh, anyway, he finishes with, "Would you like to know more?" <laughs> you actually, that? actually, you know what? I've got to. I've got to talk about this. I know we've just done ratings, and I know we've just done it, and. I just have to bring it up. That scene where they're on the planet and they're in an invasion, you know, they're invading this planet. And then they're like, he's like, I expect the best. So I deliver the best. Here's the entertainment. Here's the beer. It's like, dude, can bugs you imagine? <laughs> just, yeah, bugs are everywhere. But imagine, right? I, look, I'm sure we've all seen, um, I know this is a, a satire film and it's ridiculous, but imagine, you know, the, the Battle of Bastogne, right? And they rock up with violins. They're like, here's some entertainment for Bastogne. Yeah, totally. Here's some beer for Bastogne. It's just like, you are kidding me, right? Totally. And I think it just plays thing. into that arrogance of the humans. Mm. They're like, oh, we yeah. had, we ha-, you know, they got cleaned up on Clendathu the first time and they had oh. a mildly successful uh, venture, this one. And so they're like, oh, let's party. Like, but let's they're getting make all the cleaned up everywhere. Like, it's yeah. not just... Like, that was literally... Oh. The one after that party, they were fighting, like, five bugs. It's like a hundred of them, and there's, like, five bugs. Like, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not a victory. Genius. And why don't they I love just, you, Paul Why don't they just... Why don't they get in the fleet around the planet and just nuke the entire planet? <laughs> just drop all the nukes. Anyway, <laughs> I won't get into it. Captain, we've got the supplies right. ready to go. Uh, you happy for it to go? Hey, look, have you have you chucked the fluoro green violin in there, per chance? Um, <laughs> Who plays beard? violin? I don't know. But I don't know. Someone's bound to. Someone yeah. will. And then they've got these Can't big we just put a stereo on? and like <laughs> yeah, everyone's got take Spotify. An iPod. Stereo. <laughs> 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 so. All right. Well, Jules, can you recut that scene where he's like, and here's the entertainment, and when he picks up the violin. Uh, one of our podcasts starts playing. <laughs> uh, mate, I'll try, mate. Between between polystyrene seats and, and one of our podcasts, I'll and then try. everyone's dancing so. around to our podcast. Is that what you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh. Well, you know well, what it's can, time for. Where can you find us? Thanks, Al. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Search for us on all podcast apps. Except Spotify, we don't worry about that. Um, send us a request. As per this episode, we don't like requesting. We love you doing the hard work for us, so please keep requesting. Thanks, uh, Kermit. That was great. And thank you, Kermit. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know Absolutely. how it's taken us this long, to be honest. But no, yeah. uh, a lo- you know what? I'd, uh, two friends of mine said the same thing when I said uh, that we might be doing something, um, and I'd, I'd kind of dropped that we were doing this film. They went, 
How's it taken so long for you guys to do this film? It's like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, but don't that's know. basically this, what we all said. Surely this was on all of our lists, right? Like, who Absolutely. Who have this on their well, list? Well, it wasn't on my list simply because I knew uh, it was on everyone else's list. I'm like, I don't need to put <laughs> it on But that still mine. means It'll, it was on your valid. list. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. All right. All right. Um, we're, wow. we're taking a big risk this time because we're going to go back into normal rotation, which means it's Julie. I'm turn. so worried. I'm so uh, worried. Well, wow. <laughs> so, I'm so excited. The floor is yours. Let me tell you, this is uh, this film that I've, I've decided, I have been tearing my brains out all week. It has been such a tough decision. You do not want to watch this directly after you watch Sicario oh, because God. I'm choosing Sicario. Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are going back to the grim, and I'm choosing Sicario. That's a grim film. <laughs> it's a grim film. So. It's not a comedy. Uh, it is not a comedy. Didn't you, Brad, didn't you it say you haven't got past satire. that first scene yet? I haven't got past the people in the walls bit yet. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Well, I'll tell you what, Brad. Brad, I've got it on Blu-ray, and oh, cool. I will lend it to you. See you nice and crisp, all Brad. the gory detail yeah. in high definition. So... I was now I was gonna do a two part and say, hey, maybe we'll do the sequel as well, but you know what? No, I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's just let's just stick with Sicario. Let's it's just much let's think about people's mental health here, pal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> so yeah, that's my choice. I think it's oh, and I think it's two thousand and eighteen, I think. I think. No, nah, I think it's a bit earlier than that. Yeah, isn't I thought it? I'd throw it in there. Possibly. I'd, well, I'd say we got, 16. We had, I figured we were gonna do it eventually, so uh, Absolutely. So <laughs> now more time than any. All right. Well, that about wraps it up, I think. Thanks, Kermit, for your suggestion. Um, and, yeah, everyone prepare yourselves because next episode we're doing Sicario. But okay. in the meantime, be excellent to your ears. Potty on dudes. Bat. Bat. <laughs>